what up guys and welcome to another downloads and notes so i kind of just wanted to hop in and give my ascension updates and things that i've been learning and it is valentine's day and ironically i have been just getting all these different downloads about love and what i really want out of an ideal partner it's like the divine has really been pushing me to sit and think about it because I haven't really been allowing myself to think about it because I do feel like I've gotten so used to navigating this journey on my own. So love is not really my first priority, but lately I've been getting the guidance to let it be my first priority because love is the highest vibration on this planet. And now that I've kind of evolved and learned self-love, because it was funny because I felt like I have learned a lot about self-love and I know myself to to where I respect myself enough to be initiated into that next chapter of kind of learning what love like what type of partner I want to bring into my life so I've been working on my music and um, the person that I work on my music with kind of like I was kind of attracted to certain traits about them that I realized that I wouldn't allow myself to really wrap my head around having somebody who is uh, not afraid of confrontation, not afraid of who they are. I really realized how bad it is to actually be with an insecure man, be with somebody who's kind of like just has issues with self-image and, and things like that. Because as I've evolved out of that frequency of of letting my insecurities swallow me up you know they're not completely gone but they 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 don't swallow me up it's like I don't sit on them so kind of like just realizing how bad it is to have someone who isn't certain of themselves because then they're not going to be certain of you and it's so easy for them to lust after other energies and lust after other women or other men and there's no solid trust factor because then they're afraid of confrontation and I was just like add it to the list source add it to the list and this is why it's so important to experience people is also what I've been learning and kind of grounding into I remember just in high school you know I would meet a guy and then he would be attractive or have like a few traits that I like you know not not completely the full whole package but like a few traits and I would just instantly jump on them like ah this is my soulmate this has got to be the one and lately I have been taught to evolve out of that lesson of lust and love it's like I can distinct it so very clearly so although I'm attracted to the person that I'm working with I know that it's from a place of the physical and I know that it's from a place of certain traits rather than me even knowing who they fully are to a deeper degree just yet. So there was this part of me that detached from that idea that they are this or they are that. It was like a really maturing moment of me to reel it all the way back, like not even dating, but just experiencing someone and and seeing traits of them that you like are part of you building that sort of solid person that you want to be with so when you go through you know even the experience of dating people I was just seeing because you know they were talking to me about them dating and um it was just like ringing in my head like yo that is like that is actually like a good idea you know like I feel my cancer moon would be like no I'm dating to marry or like 
like the person it, it, it like it was like I couldn't fathom how you could have a, a short fling with somebody that you know you're not gonna go somewhere with but the divine has kind of been like actually baby girl this is where you learn the most lessons and because you've kind of been marriage mama you know like <laughs> just on some marriage shit of <laughs> like I've had two long ass relationships my whole life I I was probably like literally married energetically for for 10 years I'm not even playing because I came from a relationship that was like four or five years long in high school and then moved right into one that was four or five years long actually five six years long with uh, my most recent last one and I never really got a chance to experience people date around and things of that nature and I realized how much I kind of cut myself off to that idea because of the fact that there would be that intuitive part of me that kind of just I know that I can't see a future with somebody like like in a way but it would it would kind of deter me because then it's like if I really wanted the a future out of that person but I knew deep down they couldn't give it to me I would kind of cling on to these irrational crushes and things of that nature and I could feel that kind of I felt that high school trauma kind of coming up in the in this recent encounter but it was like so much more psychic like I just knew that that's that's like this is so much more than that it's so much bigger it was such a bigger lesson of lust that I had to really overcome because it was like so deeply embedded in my blood y'all when I tell you I was releasing blood magic dark blood magic off of like just deep curses that are pertaining to how I react and looked at men and I kind of always would would look at them as if they are someone to be tailored and changed but lately because I've kind of grown more certain in myself I'm attracting men who are certain of themselves so there's nothing to really change about them because they're already working on themselves confidently so so when I'm seeing that energy it, it just like it turns me on just to like just be around somebody who who just knows what to say knows what to do and I realized that I don't like I really don't like being with someone who who is boring like I like someone who's adventurous I like someone where they they they're not insecure they they um they're not afraid of of talking things out they're not afraid of of being bold in themselves and all of these different things that you know I feel like I was kind of subjecting myself to this little bubble in terms of men subconsciously that I broke out of so hardcore yesterday like I was just sitting in bed rewriting every single narrative that I was telling myself about the type of dude that I could attract into my life because I believe now that I am worthy I have hired my standards to where no matter who you are I don't care if we had history I don't care how cute attractive you are if you are not checking off my list i i can't fuck with you like (laughs) it's just there are just certain things that i would overlook you know like even bad hygiene for example and um it would just be like not to be so mean about it but just certain instances where 
I would be with certain dudes who would not take care of themselves. And it's gross to me because, you know, you grow up and you got to clean shit. You got to take care of yourself. And once you get your own place, you know, you got to know how shit has to be. So I realized that, you know, I would overlook certain traits like that just because I felt like that was all I could get. Not anymore. (laughs) Not anymore. I want them to be clean because I'm clean. I want the breath to be smelling fresh because my breath be smelling fresh. I want that house to be looking right. And it's nothing wrong with that. So I feel like at this point in Ascension, maybe you guys are going through deep heart chakra activations where maybe you've came out of self-love healing. So you're probably raising your standards. You're probably starting to realize that certain things are just deal breakers. It doesn't matter how fancy the package is on the outside like we really want to know the durability we really want to know if it's built to last internally we want to know if it's functioning right and I also really care about them knowing or having a connection with God too and I realized I would overlook shit like that like oh no I don't need to really I don't really need to be dealing with you know like oh it's okay like as long as no it's I need you to have a belief in God. You know, you don't got to be too deep into the shit that I am, but you got to be willing to have that openness and connection with the universe. So just all of these things where it was just so deep. Um, let me see. I think I took a few notes because it was all happening as I was hanging with that person and working on my music. And it was just like, bruh, like <laughs> I am so happy that I'm not afraid to step out because it was like this this curse you know I was getting downloads that there was this curse placed over my solar sacral area to make me like fight off my sexual energy make me afraid to trust people make me afraid to experience things so since that was broken off and also paired up with that gazelle this week it just opened me up to a new world of experience like I actually want to experience different people you know I don't mind because my heart is not I'm not codependent. So even though there was this like inner child me that really wanted to fantasize about the idea of me and that person, I knew that that was just impossible. You know, like it's just something in my head that was just like, this cannot be, okay? (laughs) Like enjoy the experience for what it is. Be Be a lady about it. Be a lady about it. And, 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 and never, never put out that much energy if you're not getting that back. So my number one rule is if they're not making it clear, if, 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 if they're making it clear either that A, they're with, they're talking with someone or with somebody, no. If they, if they make it clear that they like me, then okay. But if they're not, I have no reason to get into that fantasy of trying to get, because I want somebody who's willing to take that initiative. You know, I don't mind letting a guy know, especially if they're single. I don't mind letting, I've always been like that. I don't mind telling a guy, hey, I like you. So what's it going to be? What's up? (laughs) You know, but there are just certain things that I've learned over the years, especially being on the receiving end of kind of being left for somebody else and, and knowing what that's like when, when, um, energy comes in and and she's looking all good on the outside and 
it's so easy to be wrapped up in a fantasy. And that's kind of what happened in my last relationship where I know that they were having this internal fantasy about that person as they were with me in love with me. You know that song by um, Miley Cyrus? She's like, you're vain, you're against, you're insecure. You love me, you like her. Like, yes, like I don't want a man who loves me and likes her. No, I want him to know the difference between lust and love. You can think a girl is attractive. There are so many beautiful women out here. There's so many attractive men out here. They could even have the qualities that you're looking for. But at the same time, do you know them? Do you know them enough to say that that this is where you want to go with it, you know? And of course, we all have free will. You, you can explore shit respectfully, but that's the shit. Respectfully. Respectfully. And it's such a big deal to me now after going through all that shit. I took that shit on the chin because the whole time I would always even tell that, 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 that dude I was with, I would always tell them, I know you're going to do this shit. Like, I know you're going to feel like you want to see other people. I know you are. Just tell me. What did they do? They kept it a secret, right? Okay. So learning all of that. I know I don't I don't deserve to experience that again again because I love myself way too much now. And it was like there was this major final self-love test where with that person, you know, that that I'm working with, it was either a choice between me blurring the lines or and, and stepping out of professionalism and then completely ruining the project or just allowing myself to stay in a place of, you know what? It works better this way. And knowing what I know about you, I'm going to keep it this way. And it's not me, it's not anything I need to do. It is up to that divine masculine, that masculine energy to take initiative and let me know what's up. Because I've, as that Gemini with all these masculine placements about myself, I'm always, I would always be the initiator in my relationships. I hate that, I do not want that anymore. But, that was kind of like the quality that I liked about this person. They're an initiator and they, they know what they're doing. So I realized that, okay, I can have that. Hold on one second, y'all. Oh, that's my cat. But yeah, I realized that I can, I can have that. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I feel even though I'm single this Valentine's Day, it's like my second Valentine's Day single. Um, and even just talking with the guy and him getting a, him getting a gift for the, the person that they're seeing. I never really got a gift on Valentine's Day. You know, my last relationship, I never really got any of that. And it would be like, I would have to tell them. And granted there were financial things, but it's like the thought that counts. And I realized that, you know, because they weren't doing that, I kind of suppressed that about my love language, but I do like getting people things. I do like making things. I would make my mom cards all the time during Valentine's Day, write sweet messages to people. Even if I've only known you for this amount of time, if I feel that I feel that way about you, like you deserve that energy out of me, I'm giving that. Like I realize I, I, I don't have to suppress that because I, I'm so in love with who I've became that it's okay for me to give a little, give a little, you know, because I know eventually I'm going to get it back. But what matters is the place that I, I know where it's coming from, you know, like and, and really meditating on people after you meet them and actually dissecting who they are to you. So it was like I was sitting on that person and I realized that 
They're very charming, you know, and I always fall prone to charming men. Just because they're charming doesn't mean that they really into you like that. You know, that's also one thing. Second thing, charming kind of kind of be a red flag, you know, it means that they're Casanova type of energy. Third thing, fire sign. Come on now, ladies, you know, like, <laughs> oh, but I could say wholeheartedly, I love that person's soul. I, I just love their soul. There's something very familiar about it. And initially that's what scared me off is because I I didn't really think that I should be involving myself with someone like that. 151 on the clock, I don't know if that's someone's confirmation, but it was like, I just didn't know if I should be involving myself with someone that I liked. But the divine was like, you know how many artists work with certain people and they may have an attraction or a spark, but you let that shit get in the way, you're, you're gonna miss a chance. And I was so happy that they reached back out to me to work on shit because I'm used to people just not giving a fuck. You know, like if I, if I just like, I'm out, you know, I'd like dip or whatever. I'm so used to just dealing with men who don't give a fuck about that shit. And I always be like, my intentions is if somebody's meant to be in my life, they will make it known. Like if I have a moment like where I feel like I'm not supposed to be in their life, I act on that. I act on that. I realize I do need to make it more clear when I feel triggered, but that's kind of what I was talking about in the other podcast about the hurt hurting other people. That thing about me where if I see or feel a red flag or I feel that funny feeling, I, I'd be like, (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) But I had set that strong intention about, you know, being, if, if they're meant to be in my life, then send them back in. So the fact that they reached out to check and see what what exactly happened that was my number one sign that they were definitely a part of my north node and i couldn't let certain i couldn't let childish lust energies or confusion or fear of being vulnerable in front of someone like that get in the way and it's just like that 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 took my whole character to a whole nother level where I understand that I really am drawn to that person, but in a way where it's more so I want to ex- I want to keep exploring myself in a bond like that. And before I even take it to a part of of of, of sex and lust or anything like that, it's better that I get to know them first. So there's just a lot of maturity where like I just remember being younger and instantly like a guy gives me a little bit of attention. And I'm like, oh shit, like I gotta dedicate myself to him. I have to give my life to him. I have to give my soul to him. You know, I gotta stop the show and drop everything for him. And that's that Cancer Lilith. And I feel like I finally healed my Cancer Lilith through that interaction. This is why it's so important when you're dealing with people who would be considered karmic friendships karmic partnerships it does not mean that they're necessarily bad people in some cases yes they're there to betray betray you destroy you lead you off your path but then there are just it's like karmic friendship is a karmic lesson it doesn't mean that they're evil people and i think that sometimes when when i know that someone is a is karmic like we have something from a past life that we're sorting out i try to avoid them or i try to like just not deal with that lesson but it's like, I can't do that. I can't do that because I, I, I'm so grateful for these lessons. Like they're the best ones because they're the ones that really push you into that 
north node self because it's like you're encountering a south node projection and then canceling it out in real time so as i was letting go of of um because it was like in a deep spiritual way like his higher self and my higher self was like look what's it gonna be like you know what what's up like you know that there's still so much to learn so how about you just choose nothing before you you imprint because we can energetically imprint on people we do it all the time where whether they know it or not we can imprint on people and, and then grab onto them and then next thing you know we're constantly feasting off their energies for support i i knew that that's what that's what would have happened if i kept entertaining that idea but I was kind of shifting it in real time. And, you know, I smoked a little weed. So that shit had me really like breaking curse in real time where as they were mixing my stuff, like the curse was just dissolving where I was just like affirming that I just only want to see what's best for me and this person. And that's it. I don't even want to see anything else. And then I started to settle in this, this, this feeling of professional peace and also just like harmony between a masculine and a feminine in a platonic way which i feel like is so important for me to experience and it's just crazy because a few weeks ago i was like i would really like to have a masculine best friend because of all the trauma that i've had and just you know being raped and abused by men and not really feeling like like i could have that sort of deep connection with a masculine type of energy without there being sex involved and then this person comes in and then it's just like i started to ground into that that i feel that with them that's what it is but it, it because that that there's that boy and girl man and woman sort of thing i was breaking that curse i was breaking that curse because you can be friends with someone who's attractive but you both know that there's there would be something wrong if you stepped over something you know, this is why things are never the same again with certain people like that, where they, they cross the line. It's because there was so much more to learn. So that's kind of where, that's kind of just what's been going on with me. And um, really just growing into a higher, a more higher standard woman and expecting better out of my life expecting the best and um being patient too with how it comes together and also just not caring anymore like I, I fully have healed from my last relationship you know after this whole year and and just feeling like I'm kind of happy that I don't have to deal with that shit no more you know like <laughs> like this is probably my realest like the realest I, I can ever be but it's just like I, I'm, I'm just relieved that I don't have to deal with an inexperienced man anymore, you know, and it's not shading that person. It's not saying that they haven't grown. It's not saying that at all. I'm just saying that, that I, as I remember them, I, I, I can't focus on that idea and projection of them. So it, it would either push them to, to become a new projection if they wanted to come back into my life and then they would project new 
and the divine would send them in as that person if they wanted me. But if they don't, because I don't really, it's not that I'm closed off to them. I just cannot deal with fantasizing over the idea of an emotionally unavailable man. I cannot do it. I just can't. So it's almost like I'm just projecting qualities and traits. So whoever fits the description of that character will be casted for my new movie. So it's just been this deep thing where I'm, I'm really knowing how, how, um, projecting your reality works, how you manifest certain people, how they come in and help, what roles they play, who they are. I already like, know. I, I'm like in the director's seat. So I know before they even come in, but there are just certain details where it's like, okay, I'm kind of getting to the point where I'm ready to stop looking at the script as I go, if that makes sense. Like I'm ready to know that I trust I trust my other co-director to which is the universe to put it together now because I I've I've kind of made it clear where there were some parts in this in the script where the divine was like you didn't really tell us what type of character you want to hear so hey this is why this area of your life keeps glitching and usually that's how the universe works if you are experiencing job loss after job loss money loss after money loss it's because you never wrote the script and you're living in a matrix programming where it's, it's constant stress. You're always getting these jobs that you don't really care about because you don't feel like you can control the type of job you're bringing in, but you have to make your intentions clear. We can't be lazy when, we're, when you're the creator. This is why they try to make us lazy. This is why they try to sedate us because they don't want us to pay attention. So it's easier to get people to just live in, in, in um, cyclical timelines where they're so sleep that they don't realize that they're dealing with karmic energies or they don't realize that they're dealing with people who are temporary. And, and not only that, but they're afraid to let go of temporary because they don't know if they deserve more. That was the curse that I was breaking where I'm like, I'm not saying that this person is or isn't the one for me. I'm not saying that I, I, I'm cutting them off. I'm just saying I'm not fantasizing over them. I'm not doing that. Now I can take their, their qualities and fantasize about that. I can take their qualities. I can take both of their qualities. It was like I was seeing both qualities of both men and being like taking the positive from each one and merging them into one masculine, one type of energy that I want to see in my life. So it's going to be cool to see how it grounds in. So now it's it's fun for me, like the journey of love and wherever I feel led to, whatever I feel called to experience, it's going to open up to me gradually. So I just wanted to share that because it was really important for me to get that out really important because <laughs> I feel like that may help a lot of you I don't know like I feel like when you know that it's up to you who you call into your life it changes everything you do not have to accept subpar shit <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> you know like you don't have to settle compromise for what you know because when you're with someone who matches all your qualities then um, there's no need to, to compromise because you both feel like each other is the full package. And then you also eliminate the chances of them looking elsewhere. Or even if that did happen, you could have a conversation or they're mature enough to know that it's just a, a fleeting connection. 
and and how do you respect that about certain people how do you step out of people's way when you know you're the karmic energy when you know that maybe you're not the one for that person but you want to enjoy the connection how do you do that so it was like a very deep lesson where in past lives um I was being shown that my husband that I had in that in my past life and being a performer I was so flirtatious I I I lived off the energy of men I really loved the idea of a man fantasizing about me and not being able to have me and I realized that that was so toxic and just breaking that and realizing that I don't want to be that woman I don't want to be a Jezebel in any man's relationship or any man's uh life I don't want to be that person it was just it was just like it's so unattractive to be also a whore is what I was realizing like it's so nasty to be like it was just <laughs> y'all I was looking at this one girl and I could just like on Instagram it was like an Instagram model and I could just tell that she lived off the energy of stealing other people's men and it was so ugly like it was just like it was weak too you know like because when when I would be before my awakening I would be like damn like that's so cool like she's so confident and sexy there's a difference between being confident and sexy and just being a, a straight up you know what like you know what you're doing you're intentionally believing that you can so you're walking around with this energy of promiscuousness and you're doing it intentionally and this is why I couldn't bang with certain friends because you know with certain friends you know that they're they're trying to be that way because they have this fantasy about your man in their head no <laughs> that's disrespectful it's like have some class have some class like you're beautiful but you're insecure because you thrive off the energy of men so it was kind of like I was seeing that I no longer participated in that. So it was like the divine wanted to see, okay, you sure? We're going to send in this, we're going to send in this person who's really great. You know, they got, they got their shit together. They, they got, they got the help that you need, but how are you going to be professional about this? Knowing what you know about them, how? So I turned off all of everything that would be projecting any sort of anything that would be unwarranted or disrespectful to whoever or whatever they're dealing with. And it was the most mature thing that I've ever did in my life, y'all. Like, just like, it, it made me so happy because I know now that my man or whoever, even my friends are going to carry that same energy. Whoever is coming around me is going to be knowledgeable of that. But I had to, and it was hard. It was hard to let that go because it was like a part of me that wanted to uh, forget, escape my life. Um, that very Cancerian Lana Del Rey-esque part of me that just like loving to fall in love with unavailable men and um, just being in this in this mind frame. But I was like, no, y'all, I'm way too beautiful for this. I am way too beautiful for this. I got so much shit going for me. Let's focus. When the time is for me, they will make it so very clear. So very clear. This ain't it. This ain't it. It's not showing me that it's it. So let me continue to be productive about it and in the information that I know. So I feel like that's what it means to be a true divine feminine, divine masculine energy is when you can say no to lust. You know, it's not you downplaying your sexual energy, but it's you knowing how to control it. And if you don't know how to control it, you're insecure straight up. 
You're insecure because you're trying to overcompensate for something within you that cannot stand being alone or cannot stand having all eyes on you in that way. So it was like I was eliminating this vanity within me that carried over from a past life. And it was just like, it's just so unattractive, you know, like, and that was kind of what happened in a past life where people don't remember, but in that life, I'm not going to say, I I just, I get, if you know who my past life was, you know, but when I would look at older pictures of me in that past life, I didn't look that way. And then I went through a glow up and then everything changed. It was like, I was remembering it. And I was like, that's why I always get so modest at this part where I start to remember who I am and I start to feel like I'm getting more beautiful and toning up my body and I want to feel sexy. I can feel sexy without having somebody lusting over me. I can enjoy that energy without having someone lust over me. I can thrive in that energy without having someone lusting over me, causing issues in people's lives, causing issues in relationships and things of that nature. So it was just, I'm just so proud of that because it's not easy. It's not easy, okay? (laughs) But yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to say on that. Um, Also, I had some key points, notes that I've written. It is so very important about, like, it's so important for me to to not be around people who don't have common sense. I cannot be with people who lack spiritual common sense, who lack manners, who lack integrity, who lack mindfulness. So I, I was putting that out there. Spiritual hygiene, hygiene and basic manners, mindfulness matters. All of it. You know, like I would deal like my first first relationship. He was very confrontational, like too much, like like too much like just just out of it like where (laughs) there just has to be a line okay so (laughs) but and then in my other one it was like they were not confrontational it was like I could just walk all over them I could walk all over them and say whatever and it's whatever you want whatever you want but I want someone who's like right just right because I'm starting to to be mindful about myself I'm not completely expecting them to um agree with me and I'm not expecting them to always disagree with me like there has to be somewhere that we meet in the middle that's so important and also yeah there was just a lot of me resetting my intentions and moving into my new reality and just being flashed to things that I didn't like in my last film my aka my last incarnation And just seeing how I can make this sequel better because I'm moving into, I feel like I'm at the very beginning of my new movie. That's exactly how life feels right now where anything is possible. There are still some things that I'm writing in, scenes that I'm filling in, traits about myself that I'm trying to ground into and become and really evolving out of this old character so that there's just so much character development that I'm realizing and so what the divine has been doing is they've been pulling characters from my life and then transmuting traits within people that I didn't like so then it's setting new intentions for new characters new people new souls you know they're souls but we're just being fun with it new souls to come in with these traits or even old people who want to come back who may have that new frequency that I desire for this film but if they don't hasta la viego like I don't give a fuck (laughs) like it's so like you know because it would be this deep cancer thing and be like what if I never see them again I'm gonna see you again I'm gonna see you again you know like it's, it's, it's not that serious 
And if, if, it, if you don't return in my life in that romantic sense way, then I know that it's for my best and highest good. So I have nothing to be sad about. And I remember the last reading I got, you know, a tribe member, she just told me like, um, you're going to be completely fine. That's how she said it. Like once all of this settles, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine with everything. And that's how I feel right now. You got to really just let the shit settle. I feel fine knowing that if they are not in my face, making it known that they want to be with me, there's nothing to stress about. That's not my man, you know, like, (laughs) and it's such a maturity that comes from that because you know that, okay, now it's time for a new lesson, whether that's evaluating that person from a distance and and not speaking to them and, and moving on, or whether that's learning more about yourself. Cause I did have to go through a part where I had to think about that person. I had to think about everything they did to me. I had to know the lies and the things that they didn't tell me. And recently, like the divine kind of like pulled the veil off everything. It was like, these are a few th- few more things we want to tell you about this person that they they probably they may never tell you. They may wi- they may they maybe will, but we want you to know right now because we need you to just forgive them energetically. We need you to forgive their apology energetically. Sometimes people want to apologize to you energetically. So you have to forgive them in order to move into a new cycle so that you both don't come back on earth to learn the same lesson again. So it was easier for me to forgive them because I knew that Everything that they did to me was just their parents' projections of what relationships should be and vice versa. I was essentially their practice run, you know, like a lot of us, we are someone else's practice run, you know, it doesn't mean that you can't come back together better or that you will never meet someone who's like the authentic part, you know, but it's kind of like when you go through auditions in a movie, there are many different pairings and people for who would play the couple. And it's like, either they have the chemistry or they don't. And it's just like, that's just as mature as it can get. It's just like this idea of fantasizing over owning a person is so toxic and it's such a deep matrix that so many people fall prone to. You could think you're good, but then you in that love matrix. And you know, I talked about that before where the love matrix is the most distracting one because you end up in these sort of situations where you don't even, you end up not even wanting to be in the shit. So it was also making me realize like, I'm taking my time. The next person that I'm dealing with, I'm not going to jump in until I feel it in my heart, you know, because there were just so many different times where I would instantly grab onto the idea of, of being with someone and then we would hop into the relationship after about a week of talking and know absolutely nothing about each other so then we're, we're just unpacking trauma together and then it's a trauma of trauma bond rather than being friends and getting to know each other's trauma so then you know as it evolves and none of that is really affecting the relationship because you've already known about each other's triggers and things like that it's nothing to hide but i feel like when you're hopping into a relationship or trying to be romantic, you kind of suppress who you are to be this very appealing, sexy person. And it's all sexual and fun, but then like y'all start to realize that we didn't even talk about the real shit yet. So then the real shit starts settling and oh God, it's no fun anymore because we never knew how to balance this out. No, I don't want that no more. So if God is trying to teach me a lesson of just platonically 
vibing with a dude and, and feeling their energies out and just and just having fun with that I like that and I realize I like that I do like to just get to know somebody not even just a man but even a woman just let's vibe let's figure each other out before any of that is even a discussion just because you look like this and I feel this way is it really is it really does it make sense for us to do this you know have some clash you know <laughs> Like it was like the divine was like y'all are animals out here. That's this, all this porn shit and all this crazy shit. Like y'all gotta heal. Y'all gotta heal from this. And I definitely went through my sex magic, dark love magic healing, whatever it was. It was in my blood. It was like in my DNA. Like my whole DNA got rewritten off of me releasing that curse, and it, it just made me feel like very loved because I already feel like I'm, I'm loved by God. So it, it, it increased and enhanced my love in God. And it made me more appreciative of whoever God was sending in my life without expecting anything of them. And, and, and just keeping it at, if God wants to tell me about someone, they'll let me know. But until then, I'm just going to ride it out. I'm going to see what happens. And I've been so satisfied with it. I've just been so satisfied like the track that I'm I'm working on, my project is coming together. It's like all of these beautiful things that are happening and all of my intentions are coming true and I'm just I'm just so in awe. Like <laughs> I love it. Like it it just makes me love life because I like needing to work on things and I like needing to fix things, but I realized that when I healed that cancer Lilith, sorry, my cat's in, in the litter box too, but when I healed that cancer Lilith, it made me realize that it made me kind of step more into a healthier place of like not thinking about how do I fix uh, things outside of my control necessarily, but how do I keep up maintenance and, and continuing to to fall in love with the, the idea of just the maintenance of life and, and the process, I mean, when it comes to the maintenance in my life and, and just maintaining a very chill, like it's not even in an uptight, it's like just the perfect balance between my divine masculine and feminine that I've worked so hard to get to. So yes, I, I'm bragging about it. Not really bragging, I'm just like happy. <laughs> I'm very happy about it. And I just wanted to share this wisdom because I don't know like how much this helps you guys, you know? But yeah there was just also me realizing i don't like when people are in a low vibe i don't like low frequency energy it, it really irritates me and but this is also why i would have a hard time connecting with most people growing up because they they lack self-awareness and then i'd align with people who may have been too hard on themselves energetically so i kind of had to find a balance of no longer getting irritated by people in low vibes and kind of looking past that oh like they're just so unaware of this trauma affecting me like just being like that, just realizing how that's so selfish and instead just saying how do I just be a good energy for them and um because I know I'm not always in a good frequency also and I know that I'm not gonna be 100% all the time and also just knowing how to let that show like even being with the person and um it's funny because <laughs> I saw this I saw this reel and it was like that empty feeling you get when you go to a sleepover, like right in the middle of it. And you start to feel like this melancholic sadness. And and, and that's kind of like when I was hanging and no, it was called a vulnerability hangover. That's what it was. And it was just like, 
bingo because i was trying to figure out like because they had asked me um they were like paris what's up like you know i can feel stuff too like what's going on with you and it wasn't really anything going on in my life it wasn't nothing that they did it was more so like wow i kind of feel guilty for being allowed to be vulnerable with someone again but i just didn't know how to explain that and just feeling guilty for being vulnerable too because there were just been so many times where like that was thrown in my face or it, my emotions weren't safe with somebody but because I'm, I'm meeting people who 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 I can kind of be safe with emotionally I don't need to worry about it they're not going to judge me or project onto me so it was like helping me realize where that where that feeling was coming from definitely like this deep it was just the perfect way to describe it a vulnerability hangover where I I was happy but I felt like it was just like a lot of sorrow and all I could really tell them was just I'm processing a lot that's really all it was it was nothing going on in my life I'm, I'm it's not that I'm upset about my life but there is this trauma response that I have when I start feeling like I love people and I care about people like there's like this guilt that I noticed that I would feel for just um really caring about someone and really wanting to continue a relationship with someone knowing that I feel that way and 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 just a love that's more so universal and in very and very spiritual not like a lusty love it's just like when you feel for somebody and you genuinely want the best for them type of love where when you look in their eyes you feel like you just want to cry type of love. <laughs> that's probably some cancer moon shit but that's me that's me that's who I am I just I really do love hard but it was just a part of me that really suppressed that because it would be it would be kind of taken advantage of but now I've I've kind of outgrown that energy so I'm not afraid to but there are these little trauma responses that I'm healing from as I go that I'm really grateful for so yeah, that was just a lot of mind sorcery. That was, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. It was a lot of mind sorcery. I had to really rewrite. It was like a part where my heart felt like it could like, I felt like I was going to have a heart attack, but I know usually if I have a little bit of weed that it, it starts to really purge my heart. And that's why I don't like smoking in front of other people because it's like, I start purging right in front of other people. And it's like, I, <laughs> I have to figure out how to balance. But this time I didn't give a fuck because I was like, I know that I have to. And even before I left, I was getting that call. Like, yeah, you do need a little, little bit of weed at this time. You've been dry for all these months here and there, but you're gonna need this. Cause what you uncover <laughs> is gonna be insane. So yeah, that's kind of what happened with me. And um, I'm going to go ahead and pull some ascension messages for those who have made it to this point. Excuse me, guys. Y'all are just going ham. Excuse me. No. Excuse me. So I'm going to pull some ascension messages just for those who have made it to this point. I hope I described that as good as I could. But when I tell you guys, once you're free out of that type of matrix, you limitless the limit the limit does not exist <laughs> that's how i felt like so many possibilities for me why would i limit it to 
anything or any any idea or fantasy how do I keep my fantasy safe also is what I was asking myself because it's not about me completely rejecting the idea of having somebody or or even having or even looking at those traits and 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 really um fantasizing about them is just about how do I keep them safe from being projected onto other people how do you keep it in the center so if if that person is meant to fit in that role then they'll step into it but if not you know they won't and somebody better will 222 on the clock so it's kind of like in a way it's, it's good for everybody i was just finding a way to balance those energies and and keep my keep my manifestations safe let's see what are the ascension messages for those who have made it to this point yeah a lot of you are aligning with divine partnerships divine marriage long-term business partnerships business connections as i was talking about that's kind of what i'm dealing with where i feel like longevity but but i had to realize it was coming from a place of just loving to work with them not me fucking them okay i'm sorry excuse my french (laughs) and it doesn't mean that they think i'm ugly and it doesn't mean that they have to think i'm attractive and it doesn't mean i have to think that they're ugly it doesn't mean i have to ignore the fact that they have these beautiful qualities about them it's just about looking at the the facts we're looking at the facts here so a lot of you guys are going to be doing that like looking at making practical decisions really and this is going to help you to align with emotionally mature people emotionally mature soulmates taking the risk and believing your emotional desires also what would make you happy is also what a lot of you guys should be meditating on right now how would you be happier look love is entering your life soon a lot of you love is entering your life so you're like me being initiated into creating your partner through your experiences and through the people the divine may send in to ask you um okay we're sending them in this sort of prototype sort of energy what do you like about this person how what do you like about what did you not like about your last relationship what what is your deal breaker these are things that you have to know and before you know i was saying that you know align just affirm your align with the best and at some point you're going to be led to creating your your partner through through your experiences so when you start affirming i'm aligned with my best partner and my best timeline if you're in a connection or around someone who's not they will break up with you they will leave you like that that's all but you have to understand that you're rewriting your experiences so it's, it's it's a blessing you know and and it's bittersweet but it's better for them to be with who they're meant to and you not being selfish and holding on to them because they're your comfort zone and then now you're delaying them from learning lessons about their own life that they have to learn to get the fuck up out of here and and evolve into the 5d timeline that they're supposed to and be with the people that they're supposed to and you will be with the people that you're supposed to A lot of people fall prone to fearing leaving behind a very comfortable relationship because they don't think that they'll ever find someone who will make them feel the same way again. That's a matrix programming. That is a lack timeline. That's a lack mindset. And you you have to evolve out of that. A lot of you are evolving 
out of very deep, hard set, hardcore beliefs that are generational with this 10 of pentacles here that kept you from moving ahead, that kept you from believing in yourself. And now once you do that you're gonna believe in romance again you're gonna feel like you're deserving of love now of course take your time with that process because you do have to go through a part where you feel everything that you loved about that person how can you take that and, and move it into the future and and leave the rest behind because that's the point of ascension you're not supposed to go through karmic cycles over and over and over again with certain people you can't be afraid to find out if people are temporary, a lesson, or a blessing. You cannot be afraid of that. And that's something that the divine has been teaching me with um, having heart, needing to see if I would be, if I'm ready to detach also, because that's what I need for my next relationship. That's what I need for my next friendships. Being able to detach from remembering they belong to God, not me. So if God feels like they are supposed to evolve out of this connection with me, I can feel sad, but at the end of the day, I feel gratitude because I know that this is helpful for not just them, but everybody on the fucking planet. Do you know how many karmic contracts cause chaos in this in this planet? Murders, deaths, um, so many different dark things happen when people feel binded to people. So many, so many dark things. So many babies get abused for being karmic babies, for being with... For, for parents having children with with um, someone who was karmic, temporary, somebody who wouldn't be able to give them what they needed. So then they then they resent you as you grow up and then you learn to resent yourself. So these were the things that I was learning about me where my father did so many horrible things to my mother and, and my sister and my whole my whole mom's side of the family really hates my dad so because I look just like him I, I was being shown how there was a resentment towards me for that and and that's that should I be talking about about people lusting and having no idea about the consequences the longevity we got to start thinking about that is what the divine was really downloading me with and so a lot of you are going to be initiated into those type of lessons where you're going to have to think about not just who you're lusting after, but who can you actually partner up with? And if you want somebody to, for the long haul and, and respectfully, because that is possible is what the divine is saying. The divine is saying you create marriage. Marriage is not something that is destined for you guys. It is not something that is promised. And I think I saw um, something within someone said in the Bible that it said something like that, like God never promised marriage in heaven. We are five 5D timeline is heaven. So, excuse me. Come on. 5D timeline is heaven. So, that tells us that we create union. We can have union. There are so many men out there, so many women out there who want to build long term. Why would you focus on somebody who doesn't want that from you? That's essentially what everything is saying in a nutshell. Why would you focus on how that can't be possible for you because of one bad experience or two or three even, you know, lifetimes even of it. It's a curse is what the divine is saying. The curse of marriage, the curse of longevity in a sense of um, there was such insecurity bred within humans that they feared evolving out of love. 
because they didn't think that they could find it in themselves. That's why we're all learning tough lessons right now. And I'm telling you, people who are in relationships where they know it's not working and they're using that person get the worst karma. When I was staying with my ex and I was staying with them when I knew that things were not good, my money fluctuated constantly. I never felt settled. I was always trying to figure out what was going on with them. I never felt good. As soon as I got out, my money got better. My skin cleared up. I started losing weight. Not saying that they're a bad person. We're talking about the energetic science behind it. If you're here for a mission and God in the universe sees you being deterred, they have to move you apart. It's going to happen regardless. Whether you're kicking or screaming or you leave out peacefully. And it was kind of like I left out peacefully during mine. I did, I did flinch a few times. But because I was almost trained for it, which a lot of you are, especially if you're a starseed, we've been through this way too many times to know better than to hang on to people who are not for us. So it's like the divine is kind of saying that. And this goes for friendships, family members, too. You don't have to feel obligated to deal with people you don't fuck with. They don't they don't give you what you desire. You're going to constantly receive what you don't desire out of life because of that one aspect. Everything has to be balanced. Your touring fields, everything has to be balanced. Everything has to be central from the heart. If it's coming from the ego and if you don't know that, you need to speak from the heart. Always ask to be aligned with your heart's desires. That's what the divine is saying. And then you'll start to learn the lessons that come with getting your heart's desires, which is kind of where I'm at, where this is kind of like one of my first major lessons. I've been learning a lot, but I feel like this this was like one that I could teach my children because this is going to save her or him or they from ever feeling like they are a mistake just because somebody rejected them just because somebody didn't love them they're going to feel empowered knowing that they are lovable so much so that god would be willing to remove people from your life for you just to make space 232 on the clock while i'm going to end it right there okay i hope this helped you guys peace out